This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Listeners who come from Christian backgrounds sometimes have a difficult time with non-duality because it feels like an abandonment of Christianity. One man on a Zoom meeting that I was having with a church labeled what I was saying as occult. Occult is from the Latin word occultus, which means hidden or secret. And there is nothing hidden or secret about non-dual awareness. This is not secret knowledge. This is an open and obvious reality, as open and obvious as it could possibly be. If it's hidden, it's hidden in plain sight. Others note that I often quote other spiritual traditions, especially the Hindu Upanishads and the Tao Te Ching, and the teachings of the Buddha that think I am importing Eastern religious ideas into Christianity and thereby compromising the purity of the faith once for all delivered to the saints. To quote the letter of Jude, I'm not compromising the gospel. This is the gospel of Jesus. All spiritual traditions point to the same ultimate reality. When ultimate reality is seen, one notices that. That's why I quote other spiritual traditions. One sees references to it everywhere, not only in religious texts, but in poetry and in literature. Aldous Huxley refers to this as the perennial philosophy, but it's not really a philosophy. It is a direct awareness of reality that is expressed in a variety of ways in different cultures and religious traditions. Back to the question at hand, is non-duality non-Christian or un-Christian? No, it is deeply Christian. It is the essence of the gospel of Christ that is also found in other spiritual traditions. Of course, conservative Christians will not see it this way. They see the world as divided into competing religious worldviews, Christianity versus other religions and secular philosophies. For them, anything that is not clearly evangelical Christian is considered false or deceptive and probably even satanic or demonic. For them, acknowledging the possibility of truth in any other religious tradition is dangerous. They see it as starting down the slippery slope to heresy and to hell. That's why so many Christians have a hard time with non-duality. They have been taught to fear anything outside of their tradition. And in a certain sense, they are right. Truth is dangerous to man-made religion. When reality is seen, it can never be unseen. That is why it is dangerous to traditional Religion. 
in traditional Christianity is like Neo taking the red pill. When you are unplugged, you can never go back to being a copper top again. When you see truth, it sets you free, and you are free indeed, as Jesus said. You will never see Christianity in the same way. You see that it's not about believing all the right ideas about Jesus or God or even having a personal relationship with Jesus. It's about being one with Jesus and God. That is non-duality. The best way to see non-duality relationship to religion is Jesus' teaching on the subject in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus was not just a reformer. If he had been, perhaps the religious leaders would have tolerated him. But he was considered to be a heretic and a blasphemer by both the Pharisees of the synagogue and the Sadducees of the temple. Those two Jewish sects did not agree on much, but they agreed that Jesus and his teaching were dangerous and needed to be eliminated. Jesus appeared to speak against the temple and against the law. And that was intolerable to them. That would be like speaking against the church and speaking against the Bible today. It seems like he was undermining everything they held dear, undermining years of their religious tradition and their scripture. Jesus addressed this concern in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets, I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. People accused Jesus of teaching things that were opposed to Holy Scripture. The phrase that Jesus used here, here the law and the prophets, was shorthand for the Bible. In Jesus' day, the rest of the books of the Old Testament, called the writings, would not be canonized until after Jesus' death. So the law and the prophets were the Bible of Jesus' day. Jesus said he did not come to abolish the Bible or the teachings of the Bible, but to fulfill them. He then goes on to make his point even stronger. He says that not the tiniest letter would be omitted from the Bible. The King James Version says, Till heaven and earth pass, not one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law until all be fulfilled. By jot, he is referring to the yod, which is the smallest Hebrew letter. By tittle, he is referring to the tiny extension on the end of some Hebrew letters. Jesus had biblical inerrantists, Hebrew fundamentalists in mind who believed that every word and letter was divinely inspired, just like Christian fundamentalists today. Jesus was saying that his message of the kingdom of God did not abolish the Bible, but fulfilled the Bible. 
I am a Christian. I worship in church weekly and I preach in Christian pulpits. I preached last Sunday. I preached two Sundays before that. I want to preach again in a little, little over a week. I love the Bible. I preach the Bible. I've studied the Bible all my life. The message of Christian non-duality that I proclaim, which Jesus called the kingdom of God, is not in opposition to the Bible. It is not in opposition to Christianity. It is the fulfillment of it. It's what the Bible points to. It's what Christian doctrines and creeds point to. The problem is that most people within traditional Christianity do not see that any more than the traditional religious people of Jesus' day saw it. Those in the church do not see it any more than those in the synagogue or the temple saw it in Jesus' day. In Jesus' day, they thought the message of the kingdom of God was a threat to them. And that is how many traditional Christians see non-duality today, even if they even know about non-duality. When one awakes to the kingdom of God, then everything is seen as the kingdom and pointing to the kingdom, the whole universe become sacramental. All nature is seen to sing God's praise. The rocks and the road sing God's praise, as Jesus said on Palm Sunday. The heavens declare the glory of God, as the psalmist said. All religions are seen to be expressions of the kingdom of God. All faith traditions are pointing to the same reality. All religious traditions and scriptures are fulfilled in the kingdom of God. The religious landscape is not seen as rival religious ideologies competing for turf and souls. Religions are seen as various expressions of one truth, and that truth was incarnated in the man Jesus, who declared, according to the Gospel of John, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, Jesus goes on to say, right after that, no one comes to the Father but by me. But he was not speaking here as a founder of one particular religion, sticking out his turf in opposition to other religions and their founders. He was speaking as the eternal one who enlightens every man who comes into the world, as the prologue of John says. Non-duality is not secret knowledge or a special experience. It is the natural awareness of everyone. It is present here and now for all to see. Jesus saw it and proclaimed it. It's not a philosophy. It's not a religion. It's not a worldview. It is reality available to all and not just people of certain religions not just special initiates or prophets or members of a religion who happen to be lucky enough to be born in the right place in the right time and have access to the right scriptures to possess the one true faith. This is the innate awareness of every human being. The only way we could not know this is if we suppress the truth in unrighteousness, as the Apostle Paul phrased it. The only way we do not see this reality is if we deny our own nature. All we have to do is stop and notice what is here now. Notice the kingdom of God that is 
spread across the earth. Notice the kingdom of God that is within us and all around us. Notice the kingdom of God that is at hand within arm's reach. All we have to do is notice. All we have to do is pay attention to what is obvious. Is non-duality non-Christian? No. It is the teaching of Christ. Can the teaching of Christ be non-Christian? If we call that, then we have to redefine Christian. All Christian doctrine and tradition points to this reality, although sometimes it points very crudely. The kingdom of God is like a treasure buried in a field, Jesus said. Sometimes it's like an archaeological dig that takes a, a lot of uncovering of centuries of Christian tradition to uncover the treasure of the gospel buried at the original level of Jesus. But the jewel of the gospel is there, and when it is uncovered and seen, it shines as brightly as ever. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.